Hi everyone, welcome to Two Cents, where we discuss anything under the sun. I hope you are safe wherever you are right now, and again, please don't forget our health protocols, physical distancing, wearing masks, eating healthy, and of course, always important, getting a good night's sleep. Something struck me from the previous episodes about students, and that is why we will have a three-part episode that will focus on education in the new normal. Three parts to focus on three sectors, students, teachers, and parents. But a little backgrounder. Before we had the online education as a form of distance learning, we had correspondence education. The setup goes like, the teacher mails the materials to the students, the students receive those materials in the post office, accomplish the modules or materials given, and mailed it back to the teacher. So that's how the correspondence education works. But as technology progressed, distance education developed various means. Aside from correspondence education, the development of e-learning, m-learning, and many other more created various platforms in distance ed. Fast forward to 2020, only a handful of universities around the world practiced, developed, and implemented online learning. But due to the pandemic, almost all schools are pushed to have online learning. And this is what the three-part episode is all about. For now, in this episode, we will focus on the students. The students right now, from kindergarten to college, or even postgraduate students, are facing online learning. And allow me to categorize the students. Category 1, these students are from kindergarten to graders, including middle school. Category 2, junior and senior high school, grades 7 to 12. Category 3, college level. Let's start with category 1. First reaction is, really? Online classes for them? I don't think it is a hidden fact that at these ages, children are not yet autonomous. Kindergartners should have social interaction and physical manipulation. Grades 1 to 3 should have a solid foundation in all subjects concerned. Grades 4 to 6, they are a manageable bunch but not fully. They still need guidance, especially navigating through the lesson. Common response from teachers is that, Parents, it is your time to shine. You will be the teacher for your students. You will feel what we feel in the classroom. Actually, dear teachers, there is no problem there. But I'm asking and I'm pleading, private schools, please, let the parents only play, play, not play, pay for the materials, not for anything else. Because the students are suffering enough, they are not getting enough from learning and interacting with other students. They are just at home. And here's the thing, category one, kindergarten to grade school, these people or these children have attention span that is really 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 short imagine the child is just is just inside the house with all distractions all around therefore in this category there should be a very intensive parents orientation i pity the students in this category they won't get that much and they won't feel it but the parents are spending and another thing to remember that at this age, screen time is very crucial. Therefore, parents, if it would be possible, 
buy glasses for your children that is um i think that is how do you call that um anti-blue radiation if ever they're using tablets or laptops or computers for their online class now let's go and let's jump to category two junior and senior high school this is where usually students start having social media accounts and trust me it'll only be a click or simply a press away in the screen to shift from learning to YouTubing to online shopping to Facebooking to Twittering I don't even know if those words are real in real life I mean Twittering I just I just heard it now but I know you get the point in this category the challenge is not anymore about how they will navigate and who will guide them, but more on how to prevent distractions and how to motivate them. How do teachers monitor? And lastly, how do the students or how do we, parents, teachers, ensure comprehension? I didn't make comprehension an issue for kindergartners to graders because these foundational knowledge can be tapped in everyday life. That is a very disagreeable statement there but I'm, I'm just placing it there however when you proceed to junior and senior high this is in contrast to my first statement where topics become more complex and advanced and sometimes the relevance of topic to real life is not discovered by the student comprehension will really suffer so what that would actually mean that by next year the learning of these children that teachers call as scaffolds the scaffolds in learning is not there. Was there, maybe, but it would be difficult to recall the topics again, especially if the comprehension is compromised. This category is a much more problematic one because the factors around is not seen. Unlike the children, you see that they are distracted and stuff, but they are just merely observed. A big issue would be the student's willingness and the comprehension of the topic. The issue though is not true to all. It is here that um, we try to see the true test or we test parenting of these children, these students. And finally, category three, college. In college, I only see an issue, only one issue. It is in skill development. In college, practical tests happen simply because these things are in preparation for their careers. Compared to high school, where practical tests are conducted for deepening the lesson, in college, it is more of the application of learning and the practice of their profession. In terms of navigation, discipline, and all other issues that I've mentioned in the past two categories, it is not that big of a deal. In fact, Many universities around the world are using online education in the college level. Deakin University in Australia, University of Edinburgh in EU, and many more. They already offered online classes and online learning before this pandemic. So in a way, they know how to navigate through these issues. In summary, students will really have a hard time adjusting themselves to this learning modality in the new normal, with multiple issues surrounding it. I do hope that schools and universities are open for discussions to address concerns. Because as learning is done online, learner support is also done online. And we must always remember that the students is the center of our teaching. In the next episode, we will be talking about teachers, 
How prepared are they? How would this affect them? And why in the world are teachers becoming crazy about webinars? That's it for now. See you in the next two episodes focusing on online education. If you wish to reach out, reach out, express, share, comment, or anything random, just as this episode, you can email me at twocents.express at gmail.com. That's number two, the digit number two, cents.express at gmail.com. All small letters. Have a good day, everyone. And as always, stay safe and always be random.